Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Tales from the Highway, a wrestling podcast. Um, I'm here with Ferrari, and of course, uh, last week, um, we do pre-record our show. We pre-recorded on July 3rd, and unfortunately found out the news on July 5th that a um, local announcer, manager, and an all-out outstanding gentleman uh, passed away um, and that would be Shannon Rose uh, Mr. Hollywood can you tell us a little bit about Mr. Hollywood um, unfortunately for me it's been a while since um, I've seen Shannon but um, he used to ride out with me and Mark to WXW he really is I mean he, he really like you said outstanding gentleman I mean he's done so much in this business I think he started interviewing wrestlers when he was like 13 um, I can't even do justice to what he's done in this business. Um, but yeah, I mean, he used to ride with Mark and I out to WXW for a while. Um, we met him at FPWA. Um, he's, um, he's known not just in Florida. He's known like all up and down the East coast and across the, you know, across the nation. Um, I, I don't know, you know, details and really it doesn't matter, but, um, I, you know, my heart goes out to his family, um, you know, and, and everybody who knew him. I mean, it really was, really was heartbreaking to find out that he's, you know, he's left, so. With that said, um, to pay our respects to Mr. Hollywood, Shannon Rose, we will now toll the bell ten times. Godspeed to you, Shannon Rose. You are listening to the Outbreak Podcast Network, part of the Outbreak Entertainment family. I got blisters on my fingers! platforms including spotify you can find us on youtube and we're working on getting onto the apple podcast network on itunes so we keep keep watching we'll be there soon plus as i said there's much more go check out the uh site so you can see where we're going to be all right ladies and gentlemen i am here of course with my fantastic co-host the one the only the queen of the highway 
Ferrari. Hello, James. And yeah, I have to say, um, my brother, I'm going to give a shout out to Justin up in uh, New York. He, um, he has been sending me every single link that he has found our podcast on. We're on way more platforms than, yeah, it's pretty cool. So (laughs) that's a lot. And all I'm asking y'all to do is listen to one of them. Okay. Just one. (laughs) No, just one. We can handle that. Or if you want to listen to it over and over. Go ahead. So. Uh, and of course, we want to thank Anchor for that platform, and we'll get to that a little bit later on when we're going to discuss about Anchor um, going into one of our breaks. I'm going to tell you something, okay? This is I sent out a message on Facebook saying that I have one last thing on my bucket list to do after this show, and that is get an American hero on this show because. Now we have a Samoan on the show. That made my night right here. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you. You know, everybody calls him just the modern day savage. I call him the modern day Samoan sadistic savage. Yeah. What's going on, people? Ladies and gentlemen, Ati Valu is joining us here in the (laughs) studio. Who is... Returning back from injury not yep. too long ago, so I'm um, looking forward to hear how that rehab went. Um, we're going to talk about his career, but first, Adi, welcome, my man. Oh, uh, thank you for having me on the show, man. Uh, I've been looking forward to it, and uh, yeah, it's finally here. So we've been see. trying to do this since March. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, be, but but the problem was I had this big, tall, slinky guy who kept on telling, "No, I do the talking." Uh, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, the yeah, string I bean, we, I, I call him. About yeah. It. But um, but you know what? He at least he delivered me a lot of ratings on that one show. That yeah, use, but so. then David Mercury beat him. Yes, so David so Mercury now you've got to beat David Mercury. Oh, so we got to make this good. Well, that's okay because you know why? He can reach out to people in oh, Samoa. Mm-hmm. He can reach out to people in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. He can reach out to people in Canada. Mm-hmm. He can reach out to people in Japan. Mm-hmm. He can reach out to people in Washington State. Yeah. You were there. Yeah. I saw you. Yeah. <laughs> Pensacola, <laughs> Mineola, up and down the, you know, all over the place. This is where this man has been. So I'm sure some of you in the independent scenes, if you like watching wrestling in independence, have seen Ati Valu. So, Ati, why don't you start off with the main question? How'd you get started? When? Where? Tell us about it. All right. Well, shoot. So. Uh, memory lane here on the tale. I know, I have to rewind. We'll start with this tale. A long, long time ago. A long long time ago. See, people don't know how old I am, but this was about. I've been doing wrestling uh, since I was 20. I wasn't even 21 yet. And um, uh, I, right after high school, it was just one of those things where you're like, when I grow up, I want to be a wrestler. Or like, when I grow up, I want to be an astronaut. You know, it was like one of those Mm -hmm. dreamy things that you didn't think you would reach. It's just something to dream about. But uh, after after college, like in Hawaii, I didn't know what else to do, man. School wasn't for me. It's not like for all people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just felt like wrestling was my calling and reached out to my uncle and flew out to PA. This was like in 2005 and started training and that's how I got into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you need to let everybody know who, who your, your uncle, uncle is. is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ah, he's, he's just this just guy. This guy. Yeah, he's, he's this guy, a WWE Hall of Famer, WWE legend, uh, Alpha, the world's moment. <laughs> so, yes, that's Uncle Alpha, yeah. uh, of course, affectionately known as Pops. 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 Yeah, yeah. Pops. Um, by basically all his students and family. Um, so, if you go to now Mineola, 
-hmm. you will actually be trained if you went to school there you'll be trained by Appa uh, mm -hmm. in, in there yeah. you can still go to Allentown this is where you actually yeah, end up that's, going uh, my cousin's running it right now yes. uh, Samu mm -hmm. and um, yeah I was running the one in Mineola for a while but then I moved to St. Pete so it's, it's like a two hour drive so I just it is a haul, isn't it? It is just a little bit. You know how many uh, times Mark did Mark and I did oh, that yeah. haul? No, I understand. <laughs> I totally understand. I, I totally worth it. Go watch. Totally yeah, yeah, worth yeah. it. So they have good shows. It's totally worth it. So, um, so you got started going to Pennsylvania, started working with Appa, mm -hmm. um, and tell us where you went from there. Let's go through. You got you on your training. You did. You hung out in Allentown for a little while. Yeah, I hung out in Allentown for a while. Uh, my grandfather got sick, and uh, I moved back to Hawaii uh, about probably in 2006, right after I graduated. And um, I moved back to Hawaii, and I was like, man, I don't want to get stale. You know, I want to see if there was a wrestling promotion in Hawaii, and there was one. So I made a lot of wrestling friends there, and then that's how I got connected to Japan and Canada was through this wrestling promotion called Hawaii Championship Wrestling, and um, that made me stay in Hawaii for a while. And uh, yeah, it was a ride just uh, being being there. You know, I, I only been training for like a year at that time. Mm -hmm. So a year, and you're already going to Japan. Yeah. So um, mm -hmm. it was me, and I was just trying to figure out my gimmick because my name at the time was not Atiwala. It was. Uh, Deuce the Oose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Deuce the Oose. And then um, the promoter. Deuce. Deuce the Oose. <laughs> yeah, Deuce Oose. And um, they changed it so many times. Like, I was a Hawaiian at one time. I was Kainalu, the big Samoan. I don't know how that worked. But then they. <laughs> he was a Hawaiian. Yeah. But Hawaiian Samoan. Yeah. Uh, I questioned that too. Uh, I was. Tagging. It's wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Illogical is logical. <laughs> yeah. But, um,. Yeah, and then uh, they just picked four guys out of the promotion to go to Japan and to represent Team Hawaii at the time. And they picked me, Kaimana, Micah Taylor, who was a ex-WWE star, and his wife, uh, Tracy Taylor. Mm -hmm. They represented Hawaii, went to Japan, fought Team Japan in uh, zero one back in 2007. And it was, it was, it was awesome. Like, the J Japan audience is, like, another level. Like, they, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. every move is like, oh, ugh, I just loved it. I was... I learned a lot too. That's how I got. Um, I, I credit Japan for my style of wrestling because the first day I fought uh, Takawa Mari, who's a Japan legend, and he, um, we had a match together. And then after the match, took me in the back, and he just ripped me apart. He was like. What the hell's wrong with you? You hit like a pussy. No, no. I, yeah. I know, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, this dude I've watched forever. So I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. And pissing him off is like, and you're a little kid, like, you know. But he was like, you're a monster. You got to hit me. Hit me is respect. If you don't hit me hard, then you don't respect me. And I, that stuck with me forever. So, mm -hmm. like, a lot of my style is, like, hard, like, strong style, basically. Kind of Japan and... But, uh, yeah, I give I, that credit to, to Colin Murray. I think I know this. I think it's a lot of chops. And a lot of chops. I, I, don't, I, I don't mean knife-edge chops. I mean overhand chops, okay? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, you know, I, I, come on. He's, he, he's, he's Samoan. Yeah. It means he's going to use his yeah. head. So I learned from Takawa Murray and the Samoan Dynasty, so you can imagine the... The bloodline. Yeah. So all these times that we've talked about Adi hitting hard... 
We're not joking, no, guys. No, no. <laughs> he was told by somebody in Japan to do it, so there you go. If you heard, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, hearing it in the wrestling business, hearing it in Japan is like hearing it on the internet in the fan section. It, it happened in Japan. It must have happened, and it did. Okay. Um, so then eventually... You became Atibalu, so let's yeah. talk about how that came forth finally. So Atibalu came, um, it came from right before I went to Japan. Uh, they were looking for a name for me because, you know, we were going through, we were recycling through a lot of names and I was like, I've never met my grandfather Atibalu mm-hmm. and my grandmother, his wife, was a big wrestling mark and she, she actually got me into wrestling mm-hmm. uh, back in the day and um, I wanted to honor him and her by... Named myself after him, so Atibalu came. They loved it, and we just went with that. And been since. Been Atibalu since, yeah, for. I think I, I think that's really interesting that you, like I I knew that about you, but it just kind of hit me that um, Mark's grandmother got him into wrestling oh, and yeah? used to take him to the shows, and come to find out that my grandmother used to go to all the shows See, back in the days of gorgeous george and yeah. you know all of that and um i it's it's really cool that we can all kind of live out you know what our grandmothers oh yeah you know I, were I, into i didn't have that grandmother part but you know what they let me watch WrestleMania six. And that'd be my mother. So yeah, there you see it. My first show that I got to watch was Hulk Hogan versus the ultimate warrior. <laughs> and I really didn't care about that match. Cause I was my first time ever. I was cheering for earthquake. John Tenta. <laughs> I'm trying to, I don't remember what the first one I watched, but I do, va- I do distinctly remember undertaker's debut oh, as a kid. Survivor so, series, mm-hmm. 1990, it's very interesting that you brought that up because The Undertaker's in action this weekend mm-hmm. in a tag team match with yeah. one of your uses, uh-huh. Roman Reigns, yeah. and they're taking on Drew McIntyre and... Excuse me for a moment. Oh, here we go. Oh, no. Here we go. The best in the world! <laughs> Shane McMahon. Did you get twenty seconds? I counted. I counted fourteen, oh. but we'll we'll get it. We'll get an official time. Uh, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. You want some water? I, think I need a cigarette after that. <laughs> um. Don't smoke. That's we've talked about yeah, that. Yes, I know. Smoking's I know. bad Smoking for you. Smoking's bad, man. Smoking's bad for you. Smoking's bad for you. Um. All right. So anyway. Uh. So that that. So that's. Very good memory right there for you. Yeah. Um, so Undertaker there. And obviously, I don't think it was very hard to figure out who one of your first matches was probably watching one of your family members. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is a legacy right here. Um, mm-hmm. we were, me and Mark were talking about this not too long ago where, you know, th- that we're now in a third-generation tag team right now. You have the Wild Samoans. Then you had the head shrinkers, mm-hmm. and now we're on the Usos for the third generation of tag teams. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's not just all. That's just WWE. No, There's I mean, Mark and I have talked so much. I mean, not even just on the podcast, but when we've talked to fans and other wrestlers and everybody we talk to. I mean, there really would be no wrestling without the family that Adi came from. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's such a huge part of wrestling history. All the way back to... High Chief, Peter yeah. Maivia. Oh, yeah. 
way back in the day. And the Von Erics are making a comeback too. They're from mm-hmm. Hawaii also, and they're pretty cool dudes. No, I mean, you know, you talk about your wrestling families, you know, your Hart families, Hennings, the, mm-hmm. the, the Armstrongs, uh, Von Erics, um, even though uh, the Andersons. You you get down to it. Mm-hmm. The largest family in wrestling is the Samoans. Are you trying to you trying to say what they're they're big? Yeah. What, what are you trying to say, you trying to say here? No no no. no. <laughs> I, meant I meant the numbers. I meant the numbers. Uh, oh oh yeah. many numbers, but you know. No no. I'm we not gonna. Talking, but <laughs> you know, if we were talking. If we were talking about Fatu, now that's a different story. He's hey. a big dude. Okay. He's a big dude. He, he is, is a big, big dude. dude. And I want to be the I one person. Do, Adi's no slouch. Look I at him. I do not want to be behind that ass. Okay. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Okay. <laughs> I have nightmares of being behind that ass. Okay? He's a cool dude, though. But, um, he is a cool dude. You know, you know I, uh, one of my favorites when I was growing up watching was actually the mighty Yokozuna. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rodney, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he, he was, for his size, the most agile man of his size in wrestling. was. It was just amazing to watch him in the ring. I mean, he... You know, what's the, I mean, that's your that. whole family, though. I mean, you guys yeah. are all big guys, but you guys can move. Yeah, I want to I show you a picture of my brother. We were just talking about this, but um, <sighs> my brother actually grew up with Yoko, and mm. it's, it's funny how they look alike. And um, <laughs> yeah, sorry, he's okay, he's, good. he's a two-time WWF champion. Yes, yes. I'm saying F. Yeah. It was F then. Yeah, yeah. F was two-time uh, WWF tag team champion with mm-hmm. the. Uh, Late great Owen Hart, mm-hmm. so that's something. Hey, while he's looking for that picture, I guess we can remind fans that on the twenty eighth of July, yes, uh, me and you are going to Sarasota. We are going to Sarasota because it's fighting for a cure six. Yes, it is. And we're going to the White Buffalo Saloon. We are. And, I and we're going to eat tacos. We're going to eat tacos. Tacos yeah. and Go presents fighting for a cure six. All benefits to proceed uh, proceeds, I should say, to benefit American Cancer Society. Uh, five three seven seven Macintosh Road, Sarasota, Florida. Oof, the tales from the highway. Yes, is going to be there, and of course, you want to go there. You can meet Soul Man, Rocky Johnson, yeah, and Mick Foley. Of course, being wow. dubbed Rock my and Sock Two Point Oh. And there, you know, I can see the facial features. Yeah, right it's there, a face. Every time I can see the facial yeah. features. Uh, twenty dollars uh, for. Ringside, ten dollars for admission. I think Ringside may be sold out already, though. So you want to check with that? Hopefully, on, uh, it is. It better be. Uh, meet and greet is twenty dollars additional to the ticket price. If you want to meet Mick Foley as well as Soul Man Rocky Johnson, there's gonna be plenty of things to be auctioned off there, all in the name of raising money for cancer research. Um, the technical alchemist David Mercury will be there. Uh, Zach Monstar, uh, just to name a few. And of course, Chuckles the Clown. Who will be facing uh, Big Country Mark Boswell in a bull rope match? Those are always a good time. (laughs) Well, that is something that's they're always painful too. Sounds it. So uh, eventually, you ended up in a tag team. Yeah, I've been tag teaming most of my career, but one in particular. Huge. Was called the Samoan Hawaiian. Island, Island Tribe. Now, how hard is that to say, man? 
Is that hard? Is that hard for you to say? Well, I did a really good job. I think I got you. It did down. good. You yeah. even got the little Samoan. Samoan. Yeah, you know, so you, you got the little Samoan. Yeah, yeah you got the little Samoan. Samoan. You know. Yeah. Or you, or you, you start to do the talk, it's, talk it's like it's pops. Like when, it's like when you, <laughs> when you introduce Uncle Eddie. It's ooh, maga, mm-hmm. not you, manga. Yeah. Right, William Regal comes yeah. in right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, no, the Samoan Hawaiian Island Tribe. Uh-huh. Yes, you guys can distinguish the acronym there if you wish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Superhero in training. By the way, all came from the mighty Samoans. Okay? Yeah. Uh, eventually, yeah, we changed. Why don't you tell us about your tag team partner? Well, see, oh, Aleki. So, Aleki, uh, yeah. yeah, me and Aleki, we met in Hawaii. Uh, we were training. Um, he, he, he went to Pops after he, he was asking me, where did I train? I told him, oh, my Uncle Pops or Uncle. Yeah, Uncle Pops. <laughs> uncle Dad. <laughs> and, uh, he went on to train with Uncle, and, you know, um, when he came back to Hawaii, or actually when we moved to Florida, we, we got put together, and then we came up with the whole, we're the shit. Yeah. So we want to try. And, you know, people kept butchering it. And, yeah. You know, we're like, man, this is not going over. So it didn't last that long. It probably lasted four months. Then we changed it to Modern Day Savages. That went over. And I yeah. think people love that. that. I think yeah. Yeah. Fun doing that sounds like so. Um, obviously, the modern day savage yeah. has stuck with you. Yeah. And I, of course, as I said, I like adding a few things to that, like you mm-hmm. know, sadistic. You know, you are Samoan, so that would make that. Uh, he's only sadistic if you give him a pineapple, and he starts well, bashing heads. <laughs> he just uses his boot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fruit boot. Uh, I, I have seen him use his boot. Yeah, I've seen it too. And I know On my him. husband. <laughs> and I liked him. I know. <laughs> We're like family. <laughs> yeah, and, and it is true. It's, and it does rub off because there was a match I saw, uh, the first match between Butch and Mark uh, at Rocksteady 1. Uh. And Butch decided to try to use a headbutt on Mark. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, d- that didn't well, work. Well, he was raised by Samoa. What do you mean? I know, exactly. right? There you go. There you go. Right? He's so, got a hard head. Uh, that's the food we eat. So yeah. That's the secret. Yeah, I, I think my, my little girl's learning that secret because, you know, she's got a dang hard head on her. <laughs> uh, most certainly. Most certainly. Um, so, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break here. Um, but before we do, mm-hmm. I believe... You guys just made a new order at C M C B D M D. Thank you, I got it. There you go. Mm-hmm. C B D M D. You just made a new order. Yep. Tell us about that product. Here. Uh, Mark uses the tincture. Um, you know, I use it when I need. Mark uses it more than I do. I use it for migraines usually, um, and some aches and pains. Um, but CBDMD.com, they have all sorts of CBD products. Um, again, I'll tell you, it's not going to get you high. It's not marijuana. Um, but it really does. It helps a lot with minor aches and pains. It helps me with my migraines. It helps people with anxiety. It helps people sometimes with sleep disorders. Um, it's really worth trying. Um, you know, there's really been, you know, a really good movement across the board of people trying to go more natural and using things that, you know, instead of drugs and, you know, pharmaceuticals and stuff. Um, 
But yeah, check out CBDMD.com. Um, they don't just have tinctures. They have all sorts of products. They have ointments and creams. Um, I think they, they do have bath bombs, right? We confirmed yes, they have bath, bath bombs. bombs. Yes, bath bombs. They have products for your animals. Um, you know, I've had people tell me they use CBD for their dogs when they're afraid of thunderstorms. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that's another thing that you can look into. Um, but yeah, check it out. Um, they usually, you can usually find a discount code. I know if you're a new customer, you definitely get a discount code. So check them out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in just a few moments here on Tales from the Highway, a wrestling podcast. If you're like me and most adults, you have daily aches and pains. One thing that has helped me with the discomfort is using CBD products. I'm not talking about medical marijuana. This has no THC and it won't get you high. There's been a lot of research about CBD helping with inflammation, and I can say from personal experience it does give me some relief. The company I recommend is CBDMD.com. They have all sorts of CBD products, oil tinctures and capsules, gummies, topicals, and bath bombs. They even have CBD oil for animals. Check them out at CBDMD.com. Gentlemen, we're back here on Tales from the Highway, a wrestling podcast. I am, of course, with my now 11 week in a row. You are one away from a perfect game. This podcast goes to 11. <laughs> then we now have the sound effects of the amazing Aki Balu. <laughs> um, a man uh, of many talents. Many talents. <laughs> Uh, that would include uh, that would include wrestling. That would include uh, you know, sound, sound effects. Sound effects. <laughs> I even hear you do videos, so that's. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, you know what else I heard? Remember, you told me this. Yeah, he does Can, acting. Yeah, how's uh, it going? What's up with that? Yeah, no, acting's going good, man. I'm in Hawaii. Not too much people know this, but I did a Hawaii Five O for yes. about six seasons, but just like stunt work or like extra work. And uh, that's important that's, stuff. That is that's, that's, people, that's those are like the up. the unsung heroes. It's like, like wrestling, but like, yeah, you, know, you just take longer breaks. And I think the bumps are a little bit easier because you actually land in a, in, in, in a crash pad. Yeah, yeah. crash pad. And there's do over. It's not like wrestling. Once yeah, live out there. It's, uh, it's out and they, there. and it's all staged to make sure that you're safe. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah people. Not just not just go out there, kid. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, they pick certain people and do certain things and. It's just like wrestling. Well, mm -hmm. maybe not the certain people part, but yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, but no, I mean, that, that that was like your biggest thing, right? Was yeah. Hawaii uh, Five-0. Hawaii Five-0 was the biggest thing we did. Um, we did, man, there's other movies I did, but I forget. I just did a lot of extra work, a lot of, mm -hmm. but I did mostly stunt work for Hawaii Five-0. Me and Kaimana, mm -hmm. who was my tag partner for more than half of my wrestling career in Hawaii, so... Uh, yeah, we did. He he got more work than me because he, he can fit all kind of ethnicity parts than I can. You, mm -hmm. you still go back to Hawaii and yeah. wrestle. And in fact, you wrestle yeah. for Oos. For Oos Wrestling, yeah. That's right. Yeah, Aleki. Uh, mm -hmm. Ferrari knows Aleki. Yep. Yeah. yeah we, uh, and, and Rain, Bonnie. Yeah. 
Yeah. So they, they got married and they moved to Hawaii. Actually, they moved to Hawaii. They got married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Timeline. Timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Time yeah. And they started a company together and it's been pretty successful. Uh, yeah. They got, they're still working on making some other deals. They just got K5 in Hawaii, cool. which is like a weekly TV show deal. Awesome. That's awesome. Cool. So a lot of things going good for Hawaii. Wrestling, especially right now, is really good. It's going really good. Well, that's what we've talked about that is like, there's a lot of wrestling. It's almost like a resurgence again. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's why, you know, we're so happy to have Rocksteady, you know, Mm -hmm. going and we're, that's what we're trying to like get the best of, you know, like the eighties and the nineties and, you know, now and like kind of take what worked from every era and kind of mash it all together. So, Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for Rocksteady. Yeah, you want you coming? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited. I just heard <laughs> all about it. And, hey. General manager just told the, me that the GM, the GM, the yes. GM. Yeah. Uh, so apparently, you know who the GM is, but you're not going to tell us. I know that, so we're not going to ask. Uh, but he signed you, and you are going to be at, at August 10th. Is that I correct? will be there. Yes. And, uh, I don't care who it is. It's going to be a fun show. Just come Well, out. there's a lot going on, as mm-hmm. we are aware. I was told that I have to name a number one contender to go into the match with ERA and Kennedy at this point. That still has to happen. Mm-hmm. We're also got the debut of the Internet Television Championship that's coming yep, up as gonna well. We're going to show that off soon. And um, that's coming up soon, too. So, in other words, I guess the bottom line is get out there and impress yeah. yeah. Put all the Japanese and Hawaiian strong style to use. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh. at least I know that Mark and I don't really have to worry about Adi, you know. Oh no. Not this not this time at least. No, I just gotta I just gotta worry about taking out fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna listen, I, I he's Used, he's being fun right now, ladies and gentlemen, okay? And that's all good, and that's, that's the way we like you here on the podcast. But I'm, gonna, I'm going to speak. Listen, I want you to hear my voice because I've seen this man in action. And if, by the way, I know that he ain't going to go looking for that internet TV. He might, but I know which title he wants. <laughs> yeah. Adi can do whatever he wants. I'm not telling him he can't do what he wants to do. if I am ERA or if I'm Kennedy Kendrick, Mm. I'm watching my back. Yeah. Because anybody could be put into that match. Anybody. Mm Mm-hmm. Anybody. Yes. You know, can I just say, like, Adi, why he's being so fun is because he got to ride with Ferrari on the way here. And... And there were no complaints about my driving. No, so. actually, no. you drive better than my girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> hey oh. So we're just gonna make sure that Chloe does not hear the podcast this week because of that. No, no, I tell her. <laughs> she knows, and she hates my driving, so it's mutual. No, see, there you so, go. Um, so let's get to it. I've been out. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you um, had a knee injury yep. and you needed to get it worked on. Yep. And what happened with your knee, my friend? All right. So, see, before the surgery, about a year and a half ago, I injured it at a WXW event, and uh, I got clothesline over the top rope. It was uh, during the Samoan Cup. Mm-hmm. And I got close. It was like, like in advance, like a bracket, 
So we had our first match, we won. Had our second match, and then I got injured there. But I got clothesline over the top, and I landed wrong. So, and that was in the beginning of the match. So I'm like, I, I fall on the floor, and Alecki's on the floor too. And I'm like, Alecki, I think I messed my knee up. I don't know if I could do it. And we have a whole bunch of things going on. The match just started. So uh, Alecki goes in, he starts doing his thing. I'm walking over trying to, you know, figure out what's going on. So, and I, I already knew something was wrong because he didn't feel right. And, you know, Alecki's down. He, he was about to tag me. I'm like, oh, crap, here we go. So, uh, I think that didn't help. But we yeah. we won that match. And then we um, advanced to fight my cousin, Alpha Jr., and Sean Maluda. And, you know, those guys are not... One's a high flyer. Another one is, is like, strong a style. Yeah. A beast. Alpha Jr. Yeah. Yeah. That dude can fly around just like Yoko, man, for his size. Mm-hmm. So he messed me up, man. So after that show, I was pretty much down. But I didn't have insurance at the time to take care of right. it. So I just uh, took pills, like pain pills, just to deal with it because I had other shows lined up. Mm-hmm. And I just dealt with it. I just, you know. And we'll have to get him hooked up with CBD and D. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. we're going to get you that information. Yeah. 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 But um yeah I mean I I I don't think a lot of people realize what we go through in this business and what we sacrifice. I mean yeah. we do not not just sacrifice our time and our energy but we sacrifice our health, mm-hmm. we sacrifice our family lives. Mm-hmm. I mean you know, I mean Mark too. I mean everybody knows his knee has been awful for almost as long as yours has. Mm-hmm. I mean Mark's been so broken over the years, but yeah, he tweaked his knee back in November mm. and um, he's been off and on, you know, trying to rehab it. And, you know, thankfully he didn't need surgery mm. yet. Yeah. But we're kind of just, yeah. you know, yeah, fighting that, you know, which I mean, we've all gone through, you yeah. know, I mean. Because, like you, I mean, you've only been off for a couple months, yeah. but it feels like forever, I'm sure. It did feel for, especially when you're, uh, like, not doing anything. Yeah. Like, nothing. You're just, because especially with your leg. With you a knee, walk. it's not like you can work out. I mean, you mm-hmm. can do some, like, weights. Yeah. But you need to be able to get to the weights. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? and I couldn't drive to the gym. Or yeah. Uh, so it's like if you have some free weights laying around and you know you yeah. can, you know, lean over and yeah. pick them up and do some curls and, you know, like you yeah. really can't do anything. You just yeah. have to sit there. It was and, rough. And unfortunately, the first surgery happened and then there was complications. So you had to have another, another, some more work. Actually, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. Um, what they thought was they thought that because. I still wasn't feeling like they said after the surgery I would probably walk within a week or two. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not walking yet. I'm still like having trouble walking. So they were like, I went in for a follow up and he was afraid that I probably my meniscus was the one that tore. So uh-huh. he was thinking that it probably flipped on itself. Yeah. And then they're probably gonna have to go in and fix it, which would be another cost, another headache, and another mm-hmm. uh, a month or so, whatever it takes to heal it. But um, but then I have to wait for this to heal first. You know, I can't just go straight into right. surgery. But thank God that uh, everything came out fine. I'm walking better now. We That's good. Just came back from Alaska. I walked a glacier, so that yes. was a true test. There you go. So uh, yeah, no, I'm feeling good. I, I feel like I'm also good. walking into the mean streets of Seattle. Um, matter yeah. of fact, did you visit Jimmy's Fish Market there? 
that, that fish market. Uh, we there. did, yeah. We did, yeah. Uh, it was was cool. Did you throw a fish? No, I didn't. You should uh, Not a lot of people know this. I do not like fish. Really? I don't eat seafood. I didn't Alecky ask can vouch. Only my like good friends uh. know about this. I, 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 I didn't ask you if you like seafood. I just asked you if you threw a fish. I, I know, see you but just the it. smell of it. Uh, really? The smell of it just that... I That's interesting. Good, I don't know. good thing I ate my dinner about three hours before this show. <laughs> well, that's why my I like calls fish. me a fake someone. Oh, like, yeah. I was going to ask. someone don't like fish? God, I have, ugh. I don't even want to talk about what, I, what I've seen Afa eat. Dude, he, yeah, <coughs> he's, he's like uh, Ozzy Osbourne. You know, like he, he'll just eat stuff. You you didn't go fishing the time that we went. I, I fished with him. Yeah, but yeah. He, I, like he catches He'll, wild fish, yeah. and he will literally suck the eyeballs yeah. right out, that's, right that's, in front of you. That's a good old sawbull for you, man. And he's got this like boning. Uh, I, I'm done. Boning. <laughs> boning knife that he like. He just he start and he like the little fish that he catches. He goes ahead and cuts his own bait and just like, yeah. and then he's like, "You you want some? No, no pops, I'm good. Thank you." <laughs> yep. He 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 ate a turkey on live television uh-huh. at Survivor Series. I, yeah, I, I did see that. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I understand. We've been to many Samoan barbecues that Marcos. Um, I want some. I said no. You don't want any of that. Don't. No. Just don't eat that. I, why? What is it? Don't. Trust me. You don't want any. Restaurant Mark says he likes something. No, you don't want that. I I, I've heard this. Oh, I have all sorts of stories about like oh the quick. Do you know the one about when we were on the cruise ship and the appetizer that we? Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, this is the tales from the highway. Here we go. Here we go. All right. The first cruise that Mark and I went on, yeah. right? Carnival has this steakhouse. Okay. It's like it's not included in your price, but it's only thirty five dollars a person. It's a full like five course meal like appetizer main course you get a free bottle of wine the first night like thirty dollars thirty five dollars a person yeah and i mean you're talking like steak you know yeah steak and sides dessert you know and they bring you like compliments from the chef try this lobster bisque you know like so we got this we got some appetizers and it was like a shrimp cocktail and I had read the menu and saw what else was on there, yeah. but Mark didn't. He was like, what is this on the plate, you know, underneath it? And I'm like, why don't you try it? And he's like, what is it? And I go, just <laughs> try it. What is it? Mark, just try it. So he takes a spoonful of these little tiny black and white things, puts them in his mouth. I'm like, you like them? It's like, yeah, it's not bad. What is it? I'm like, that's caviar. Uh. And he goes, fish eggs? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> and he's like, that's disgusting. I'm like, but you like? <laughs> I can see Mark's face saying that. <laughs> yeah, Mark Mark is not, yeah. Uh. You, and you, here's the thing. Mark's the one that got me to try a whole bunch of foods. Yeah. Because I grew up, I grew up in western New York. Both my parents worked. My brother and I lived on... Frozen pizzas and pizza rolls. That's that was and cereal. That yeah. was all I grew up on. So I, I don't think that's just a Western New York thing. I think that's anything anywhere in the east. Yeah, eastern seaboard thing. Okay. Yeah, that's any, anybody who grew up in in the seventies, eighties, and beyond. Like fend for yourself. From, I can use a microwave. Uh, from <laughs> you know, Cle- from Cleveland East. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. 
Yeah. Caviar. Caviar. He, did, he liked it, but... He liked it, but he, then he yeah, was yeah, not nah. not a fan nah. after he found out what at, it was. At a cruise, I tried a uh, snail. I didn't know it yeah. was snail. Did but you like it? It was good until I knew a snail. Yeah. That was probably the same reaction that Matt Yeah, it's... It's it, funny. It was rubbery. Yeah, I could imagine. Yeah, I don't think I've ever eaten a snail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to have a snail as a pet, though. So. Really? Uh, well... I, I tend to like my seafood uh, cooked. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Can I tell the snail stories quick too? His bonus story. Bonus tale from the highway. Bonus. <laughs> my mom worked at an Italian deli, and they like their babalucci, their snails. Uh-huh. Well, you know they would get out of the container and they would climb up the walls. So. Uh, food. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, oh, this one escaped. Can I take it home? And so I had the snail that I I called him Babalucci, it's Italian for snail, and he lived in a little tank, and I had a Gary from Spongebob toy <laughs> that he would sleep on at night, and he ate he ate greens, and wow. I had him for, I don't know, months, and then he passed away, but oh. yeah, but he was cool, hey. Babalucci. Babalucci. Rest in peace, Babalucci. <laughs> <laughs> and we got all this just about talking C- about Seattle. C- and, and yeah, and yeah, that yeah, Adi doesn't like seafood. How, how, how was Seattle though? Was yeah, Seattle's cool, man. I'm a big fan of Seattle Seahawks. I lived I, there for yeah, like nice a Yeah, nice hat, by the way. Yeah, thank yeah. you. <laughs> it's like my favorite hat. I wear it everywhere. I, I was flaunting it in uh, Seattle. But um, yeah, I lived in Seattle for like a year. Uh, there was a promotion I was coming out, and I couldn't. Russell, at the time, I was married before. <laughs> That's uh, why I moved to Seattle. That's another story. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. uh, but uh, now, as you can say, all eyes lead to August 10th. All roads lead to August 10th. Yeah. yeah. And, ladies and gentlemen, we can finally announce finally. where Rocksteady finally. is. Finally! <laughs> Rocksteady! <laughs> finally! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> August 10th. August 10th. Rocksteady Wrestling 3 coming to you from the J. Ben Harrell Recreation Complex in Holiday, Florida on 2830 Gulf Trace Boulevard. That is just down the road off of 19. Nice. Just down off the road from Sun Toyota. That's right. My Where Sun my Toyota. car came from. <laughs> um, uh, and, of course, the main event is Mixed Tag Mayhem. Yes. The Queen of the Highway. Ferrari and Mark Mandrake. The Suicide Messiah. The Suicide Messiah. The Rocksteady Wrestling Champion. Yes, but this is about the girls here. We're going to get this straight here. We'll We'll take on Fantasy and the Cuban Heavyweight Champion, Cuban Assassin. It's only about the girls because Fantasy started it. That is true. And you know what? Let's go back through a little bit of history here. Um, March of uh, this past year, you mm-hmm. had a, a championship match between the Suicide Messiah and the Cuban Assassin. And Kennedy Kendrick. You were present. Yes, no, 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 no. 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 That was May. We're going back to oh, March. Oh, you're talking March. March. Yeah, oh. Going back to March. You're talking about and that March. And that match ended was thrown out. Yeah, we talked about March. <laughs> we were, the match was thrown out. We're yes, that match was thrown out. Why shot. Yes. Okay, we go fast forward to but May. But see, here's the thing. This started way before that. Let's go back eight years. Let's go let's back eight, eight years, years ago. Yeah, let's go back. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Another trip on the highway. Yeah. Ferrari. But this is a good trip because it's all eyes and roads yeah. are leading this, app, to- this started eight years ago. It was 
nothing, no prior problems or anything. Mark Mandrake versus Cuban Assassin at Gasoline Alley. No longer called Gasoline Alley. I'm not going to tell you what it's called because I don't want to give them any more advertising. Um, Fantasy. Low blows Mark Mandrake. So I get in there to defend Mark Mandrake. Like you should. because Like I should Uh because not only is he my husband, but I am his manager. And she's out there with shenanigans. That's that famous word here. Yeah. A tribute to my former co-host, James Ludeman. To James Ludeman. All the way back out there now. Presently visiting the Grand Canyon, you lucky son of an unnamed Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, Um, yeah, Fantasy and I got into it then. Um, Mark and Cuban pulled us apart, and we never got to resolve those issues from eight years ago. Yeah. So, yes, March, Mark Mandrake versus Cuban Assassin. She's got that Cuban flag. Match gets thrown out. There were low blows. May. May. We have a triple threat match. We have the triple threat match. Mandrake, Cuban, Kennedy Kendrick. This time, she uses the flag, attempts to use it on Mark Mandrake. He moved. And Thank Kennedy you. got nailed, and of course, Mark ended up with the win and the mm-hmm. Rocksteady Heavyweight Championship. I go but- in to celebrate, and she takes out all of her frustration on me. Mm. It's not my fault she screwed up. But they now were- it's my business. They-, they were tossing insults back and forth to each other. Fantasy was calling she called her me out, fat. Of, out of shape. Oh, hell no. And, and, but she oh, hell no. She does. She does. Fantasy is old. Oh, I don't know who she is. Oh, well, you get to see her August 10th. You get to watch me beat the crap out of her August 10th. I will 10th. Watch that, I'm going to go Adivalu, oh. Modern Day Savage, on Fantasy. Oh, no. You want, we should train after this. We should. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. You hear that? <laughs> Less than a month away. That was his watch, own hand. Thank wa- God. Watch what chest. happens. Now I'm under the tutelage. Yep. Of the Atibalu. But you know, you do you do realize that he's gonna want gold. Good. Yeah. The person only person holding gold right now mm-hmm. is the suicide messiah. It's not like they haven't tangled before. And it's just you know what, I look at it like when Mandrake and Butch had to wrestle each other. Rather it go to a brother true story than anyone else so if it comes down to mandrake and adivalu it comes down to mandrake and adivalu that ain't personal man if you're not in the business to the be business champion, you shouldn't be in the business at all mm-hmm. that's the worst from stone coast steve austin yeah <laughs> one famous texas rattlesnake yeah well by the way did you happen to catch i don't know if you caught it on youtube or not but Kevin Owens on SmackDown this past week was raising some serious hell, a la Stone Cold Steve mm-hmm. Austin. Mm-hmm. Basically, told, I'm not going to do it again, I promise. Thank Shane you. McMahon, how he felt as my mother's over there praising the great Lord above. <laughs> um, yeah, he called him out for taking away TV, TV time. time. Yes. Yeah. And, and, uh, amen to you. And then later on, comes out and gives him a stunner. 
Good for him. Yeah. That was awesome. It looks like uh, WWE is going back to the Attitude Shade era, man. Like, uh, there's like well, it, it, we were talking about it, you know, with with Paul Heyman coming on board and Eric yeah. Bischoff and with Shane McMahon there all the time. I mean, it's it's people who have a lot of experience mm-hmm. who might actually be able to not tell Vince McMahon to piss off, but kind of tell him to, no we need some new ideas yeah, and we yes. need to we need to do something a little bit different and it does seem like there, at least some of it is working yeah there, there, mm. there's a lot different right now i mean you got to think about it becky lynch is on top the first female that has uh really like a stone cold airness to yeah her. um her and uh, seth rollins will be taking on the charisma vacuum baron corbin <laughs> and uh I'm for Lacey Evans because she's annoying me too. Um, <laughs> yes, that uh, so that that's happening. That's an Extreme Rules mm-hmm. match. Now they're making this that's as a, a mixed tag match, and I a, said Extreme Rules. But here's the very interesting a, part: if it's Extreme Rules, does that mean that the guys versus the guys and the girls versus the girls should be thrown out? Well, I don't know. It is a winner's take all, isn't it? Yeah, and quite honestly, I saw Becky Lynch throwing some throw some forearms this week. And you d- have been and proud, didn't by the way. didn't she? Uh, <laughs> Who did she? Um, she tapped out Mike. Tapped out um, uh, Mike Canellis, yes. Yeah, Mike Canellis. And, and after um, Maria found out that. Well, yeah. After Maria really revealed she was pregnant. She's pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I know, I know. Becky, Becky's the man. Yeah. She can handle herself. Apparently, she can impregnate people too. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, let's get down to it right here. Mm-hmm. As we spoke earlier, no holds barred. The best in the world, Shane McMahon, and the. Scottish psychopath Drew McIntyre will be taking on the legendary Undertaker and a man that you know yeah. very well, Roman Reigns. Yep, Joe. Mm-hmm. So, uh, got that coming up here. Speaking of a Joe, there's this guy named Samoa Joe. Samoa mm-hmm. Joe, he's in Hawaii right now. Uh, Oos Wrestling is, I think they're taking him out to dinner for, as we speak. Right? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but he's going to be in Philadelphia. I hope on they have Sunday. a big budget. <laughs> He's going to be in Philadelphia on Sunday because he's the number one contender to the WWE Championship, and he will go one on one with Kofi Kingston. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so real quick here, uh, those three matches, real quick, and we'll go through the rest of the card after the break. Um, but let's just do the main event right now, which, in my opinion, the main event is going to be probably Undertaker and Roman Reigns. Uh, who do you got picked for that one uh, against Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre? Octi's thinking. He's got his uh, things. He's got his thinking. Who do you think I'm gonna go? With? I know, right? Come on now. <laughs> Who do you think he's gonna pick? The fan, man. Yeah, I think at this point, because the last few times that Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre have teamed up or been involved in a match, especially with Roman Reigns, I've picked them with shenanigans. But I'm gonna go Taker and Reigns on yeah. this one because uh-huh. this, especially if is there's no stipulation yet, right? On there's it, no holds barred. Oh. Oh. T- MMA oh. it is. Yeah. Take her take her for the win. <laughs> Alright, and then when we come back, we'll go through the rest of the card and uh, we'll see what's coming up here. Uh, extreme rules. So we'll be back in a few moments. If you're like me and most adults, you have daily aches and pains. 
One thing that has helped me with the discomfort is using CBD products. I'm not talking about medical marijuana. This has no THC and it won't get you high. There's been a lot of research about CBD helping with inflammation, and I can say from personal experience it does give me some relief. The company I recommend is CBDMD.com. They have all sorts of CBD products, oil tinctures and capsules, gummies, topicals, and bath bombs. They even have CBD oil for animals. Check them out at CBDMD.com. From the highway, oh, wrestling podcast story. Of course, my glamorous co-host. Yeah, social gl- glamorous. Media. Yeah, let's take a look at my yeah. sweatpants and social. my t-shirt here. Right, listen, are we on video here? No. Not yet, but Not coming yet. soon. Um, the social media internet queen of the or something like that. I don't. Social know. media queen of the internet highway. You came up with it. You can't even do it anymore. I, I will say though I, I really haven't posted anything because we really had nothing to announce. But now we have a lot that we have a lot to announce. <laughs> I'm <laughs> back. Jeez. <laughs> and of course we have the modern day sadistic Samoan savage. Ati Bob. Yeah. And Ati, uh, I said before that. Only thing left I have to accomplish now is have an American hero on this. <clears> oh, <throat> Gogan, I'm calling you out, brother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got. We have this eighth Samoan here, mm-hmm. okay? and Samoan. one of the things about Samoans is there is a ritual when yeah. you get to a certain age, and you end up with a very artistic piece yeah. of art on your body. So why don't you tell us about yours? Oh, so. Uh, well, the traditional one would be the bitta, like what Peter Mavia wears, and that's, mm-hmm. that's just to honor your father, and it symbolizes a, uh, a boy transitioning into manhood. But I couldn't find anyone to get it with me, because I really wanted to get it with my brother. Mm-hmm. With that uh, type of tattoo, you have to share the pain. You can't get it by yourself. Right. So I wanted my brother or some cousins or whatever, but nobody wanted to do it with me, so I just got this sleeve done here. So I got this on my dad. That's mm-hmm. nice. Though. So it, it just represents, these are the symbols that represent strength and uh, the bloodline of my family. My Irish name, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then this one, uh, the right side uh, represents my mom. Like This is a horse. It represents uh, strength and beauty and all that. I'm not done yet, so... Yeah. Still got more to go. Mm-hmm. Still got more to go. Yeah, but that's uh, anybody with tattoos will tell you you're never really done. <laughs> like, yeah, there's still more canvas to go around. Right? There's some blank skin over here. <laughs> like, well, you know, they say 40 years old is the middle of the highway in life, usually, right? Somewhere. There, ah, 40, that's still young. I'm almost there, actually. Right, me too. Uh, I know. Are we? We are the same age, right? I am gonna be 35. Yes, um, Adi and I are one day apart. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we well, what do you know? What time you were born at? I don't, I know I'm in the morning. I just don't was know it wh- where was it in um where were you born? Samoa. You, in Samoa. So, so that's about I want to say seven hours because Hawaii is six hours from Florida, probably another hour. So probably seven hours behind. 
Because I was actually born, I was almost born on November 19th. I was born right before midnight. Oh, no. So we're probably about 24 on, on hours. Early uh, 17th. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. We're, we're probably about 24 hours apart. Like, yeah. it's like, it's destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the July, yeah. July 26th is a rapidly approaching here. Yeah, my brother's having a baby on the 26th. Oh, yeah, you might have to share this day. You might have to share this day, James. I also affectionately call it Christmas in July. Um, oh, yeah, really? yeah, it's oh, it yeah. does make sense. And it is actually the true halfway mark until Christmas through that whole year. Oh. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> Listen, hey, hey. I okay. My nickname at work is Rain Man because I can do math like no one else. Mm. You're only five months away. That's close enough. Good uh. enough for government work <laughs> is how we call that. So. Close enough. Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> All right. We we rounded. Okay. Rounded. Rounded. Okay. Rounded. Round up. It's statistics. You just you throw out. It's statistics. You throw out the outlier to to make it work. Okay. Never mind. Santa comes. Christmas is in July. Okay. Okay. All right. Nevertheless, July twenty sixth. I'm turning forty. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Thank you. Thank you. And you know what? I'm going to be considered the forty year old tattoo virgin. I oh yeah, you one. don't have anything. I have my wedding ring. Yes. I yeah, Mark has a lot. Mark yeah. has a lot, and he's not done yet either. I'm not done. Uh, I just don't mother, have the time. My mother has three. Oh. Wow. So good on you. <laughs> so are we all going to get tattoos then on the 26th? Is that what's happening? Yeah. That's what it sounds like. That's the big four. And you know the scary part about this? If that happened, here's what would happen. Uh, are you going to cry? Somebody would be holding a camera. Are you going to cry? Second, somebody would be making sure they were up in my face to see if I do show any tears. <laughs> and uh, you know what, though? I'm sure that, you know what? Anyway, listen, it's on Friday, the 26th. I would not be surprised somebody shoves a camera in my face because, you know, I have talked about birthday bash. But I kind of got put off to the side because the business had to come first. And that well, if nothing happens on your birthday, we are going to Fighting for a Cure. We are going on to the Fighting 28th. for a Cure on the 28th, yes. You, you know what the tradition in wrestling is, right? What's that? Birthday chops. Yep. And you're going to be 40. Ooh. So, you, want you know, back? like birthday spankings? Yeah, it's birthday, birthday chops. chops. And there's no, like, oh, leaving your t-shirt on or anything. Nope. No, it's... Yeah, so... You, you, you know, you... you, you Assassin number one actually gave me a chop when I was like eighteen years old. Oh, that 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 was that was that was. Fun. Yeah, are you that still feeling fun. it now? Uh, yes. <laughs> um, but I took it. Did it tear. There you go. Now my friend at the time he got chopped too, and he he cried like a little bitch. Oh, see, uh, there you go. So you gotta get chopped by Uncle Tonga. Yeah. I, 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 I heard no. that's, that's harder than Uncle. No. I, that's a no. bucket list thing. A that is. You jump that's, out of the plane. That's a rite of passage. That is a rite of passage. son of an unnamed goat in all of the world. Forget <laughs> about wrestling. All of the world. Yeah. Here's a man that got, somebody got in his face, and he decided just to bite his damn nose off, okay? Well, yeah, we're talking about he's that. he's a nice guy. We're talking he is. About he's about the him. nicest guy. All right. All right. I actually hung out with him, uh... During Mania weekend, yeah. I hung out with the whole family. Hey, speaking of WrestleMania, 
WrestleMania. Oh my god. That's actually going to be in Tampa this year. I yeah. know. It's going to be a zoo. Yeah. Matter of fact, we're getting ready to. We're working on getting our WrestleMania week plans going. So it's yeah. So uh, so get ready for that. Rocksteady Three is coming again August tenth. We are coming to Holiday, Florida. We're going to be at the J. Ben Harrell Recreation Complex, Golf Trace Boulevard, Holiday, Florida. You want to go there? Right by the Toyota. Yes. So you want to definitely uh, come out and see us. Uh, of course, tickets are going to be $15 at the door. Main event signed. The Cuban Assassin and Fantasy will be taking on the Suicide Messiah, Mark Mandrake, and Ferrari. Yes. And we confirmed right here on this podcast, returning to wrestling, the modern-day savage, Ati Valu. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go down the rest of the card here for Extreme Rules. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, let's get this out of the way because I've done very good. I've only mentioned his name once. And you did, and you didn't the, You didn't go on a long rampage about it. didn't go on a long it. rant. Um, I did appreciate the fact that Becky Lynch threw some forearms in his face, so mm-hmm. that's pretty good. Uh, Seth Rollins, the Universal Heavyweight Champion and the Raw Women's Heavyweight Champion, Becky Lynch, are being challenged by Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. Title, both titles are on the line. Extreme rules. Uh, winner takes all. I, I think everybody agrees on who's going to win this match, right? I really uh, hope so. <laughs> yeah. okay. I mean, well, let's can we just talk about like I, you know everybody knows that I don't watch Raw or SmackDown in its entirety. I usually watch highlights later. Same here. Um, but they really. Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans have shown no indication that they are even in the same league as... Have they even had a tag team match? I don't think so. I think there's one of those random throw-togethers. Yeah, I mean... Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch have had two mixed tag matches in two weeks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Becky Lynch tapped out Mike Kanellis. Get your manhood back, my friend, Mike Bennett. Um, and then also in a elimination match, they knocked off Salina Vega and Andrade. Yeah. So, so, I mean, they have yeah. a successful run. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, all Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans have done is just, like, be annoying. They, they just, Which is normal. Yeah, they just come around. Uh, they just... Interfere most of the time. Mm-hmm. They didn't really have a legit match. I, yeah, I haven't seen it in a match. I haven't seen Baron Corbin. I think Baron Corbin had one match, and I don't know. I, I fell asleep. He's boring. Um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, you know, it, you know. The funny part is, is that uh, uh, Brittany Diamond said that Bobby Lashley was pretty stale and boring too. But I'd rather watch Bobby Lashley match than a Baron Corbin match. Okay, mm-hmm. um, we'll get to that in a little bit here. Uh, WWE Championships on the line. Samoa Joe. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Let me get this right. Samoa Joe. Um, <laughs> yeah, they read the first time. Uh, Samoa Joe. Okay, let me make sure. Uh, he'll be uh, challenging Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship. Uh, Samoa Joe is coming off of a loss of the United States Championship, yeah. but he kind of mm-hmm. rebounded pretty quick by getting into uh, Kofi's skin here. Right. Um, but I, I still think right now I'll go by shenanigans. Are you going to uh, go with shenanigans? Shenanigans, but Kofi retains the championship. That's what I, I, yeah, I could see that happening where Samoa Joe does some shenanigans and gets caught, and Kofi retains on a DQ or mm-hmm. something like that. Because um, Kofi needs, I, for WWE's sake, Kofi should keep the title. Yeah. 
Now, here's a very interesting point I'm going to bring up to both of you. We talked about the last two matches. One of them involves the Universal Champion. Mm -hmm. This one involves the WWE Champion. And Paul Heyman made an announcement this week that Mr. Money in the Bank is going to be Extreme Rules and is cashing in on A, the Universal Champion, Seth Rollins, or B, the WWE Champion, Kofi Kingston. I'm going to throw this out here. I do not see Baron Corbin and Lacey Vaughn, uh, Lacey Vaughn, yeah, yeah, not that, that girl, Lacey <laughs> Evans, uh, getting uh, a anywhere near putting Seth Rollins down. I don't no. see Baron Corbin doing no. that. However, on shenanigans after the match is over, I can very well see Samoa Joe putting Kofi Kingston to sleep. And then all of a sudden, you hear the sound. That would make more sense. And I very well, we almost can almost go on. Do you think Brock Lesnar wins one of the titles that night? Damn, I'm not sure anymore. Yeah. Especially when it comes to Brock Lesnar, you never know what's going to happen. Right. And I mean, you never know, like, how he's going to be. I mean,. What's the story now? Does he not want to do UFC anymore? Well, he's done. He's retired from he's UFC. He's retired from UFC. He's retired he from wants UFC. to be we'll back see. in WWE, but he probably still wants his part-time schedule. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we've seen more of Brock Lesnar this year than we've had in probably two years prior. Yeah, yeah. when yeah. he was actually champion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I, I, I definitely think if he's going to cash in, it's going to be on Kofi. Whether or not he's actually successful, um, you know, or if... Excuse me. Mom, take your pills! (laughs) Um, Whether or not he's actually successful, um, I mean, you know, there's always a possibility that um, Xavier Woods and Big E could come to Kofi's rescue, too. That's true. You know? There's a lot of different variables that could very well happen. Um, I'm going. I'm going to go with Kofi and Seth walk out as the as their respective champions. I don't think he's going to cash in. Once again, Paul Heyman's uh, promo basically stated that okay, this is a prediction. This is a spoiler, or am I lying? Oh. So we'll see what happens. Did he specifically say it was going to be on one of the main titles? Yes. Okay. He picked on one of those two championships. Okay. Yeah, I, I think they're going to walk out too. Yeah. Seth and Kofi. The uh, SmackDown Women's Champion, Bailey will be defending her title in now a handicap match. Uh, Bailey facing Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. And from what I understand here, and this is not confirmed from Alexa Bliss, but Nikki Cross has stated that when they win the title from Bailey, that they're going to be co-women's champions. Now, oh. they said that this will be the first time that this happened for the Women's Championship. Yes, for that particular title. This is not the first time that has happened, though. No. Um, some tag team named Laycool. Oh. Flawless. Yeah, are they coming back? Mm-hmm. Cool. What's going on? Yeah, right. They were the last time that they. Yeah, were that was the last time that there was co-women champions. I was to say. Pop quiz: Who beat Laycool for the tag title? For the tag titles? No, well, for no, the, for the, the co-women's co- championship. Okay. That would be Natalia. Oh. Good for her. Natalia. <laughs> um, with a little assistance from the returning Glamazon, Beth Phoenix. Yes. So, so that happened. Uh, cruiserweight championships on the line. The new cruiserweight champion, Drew Gulak, will be defending his former champion, Tony Nese. Um, I'm going with Drew here. Yeah, I would say have, have Drew keep it. Yeah. Um, I go 
don't see anything else. Oh, by the way, who are you picking on Bailey versus uh, Alexa oh. Nikki? I'm going Bailey. I have a feeling she has a, a, a bank up her sleeve. A bank up her sleeve. Uh, <laughs> I see what I you know. did there. Um, that would be interesting. Um, I would like to see the dynamic between Alexa and Nikki as co-champions because... I don't think it would last long. I don't think it would last long either. I don't you know? think it last the yeah. first time. I bet you but I'm going to go action. with, I'm going to say Alexa and Nikki because we really haven't changed any other titles. So mm. I'm going to go with Alexa and Nikki. Okay. Afti, do you have an opinion? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Nikki too. I like Nikki. Like <laughs> I'm a three-time hugger, so therefore that's why I'm going with Bailey. Okay? Hey, it's all good, man. Yeah. And uh, what about your pick for the uh, Cruiserweight Championship? Drew Gulak and Tony Nese. Uh, I like Drew. Mm-hmm. Uh, triple Threat Tag Team Championship match uh, for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Oh, yeah. We've got the New Day, Kofi, King, uh, Kofi Kingston's partners, Big E and Xavier Woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, I'm liking these guys right now. Yeah, you Heavy do. Machinery. Yeah, you like them a lot. Otis is funny oh, yeah. as hell. Yeah. yeah. Okay? And I'm going to talk about, we talk about Agile Big Man. This man's doing what they call the, 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 uh, Caterpillar. <laughs> it's really a worm, folks. If you see Scott Dupati do it, this is a 350 pound jacked up with man with no neck, by the way, uh, doing a basically doing a worm. Okay, and there's nothing else I can put it to you. Um, him and Tucker, and of course, they're taking on the champions Daniel Bryan and Rowan. Uh, what's your pick? Um, you know what? I think they should put it on heavy machinery. I think it would be good. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, uh, yeah, it's I'm, it's I'm hard to it's hard one. to pick, but yeah, yeah. I just want to. Yeah. Okay, I like heavy machinery too. Though. All right. Um, I was originally gonna go with the uh, new day, but then I kind of stepped back and said that I think that's gonna hold off for a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going. I'm going to go with uh, heavy machinery. Uh, I, yeah. I think Here's the thing. Old. New Day. I I love New Day, and New Day has been tag team champions. You know, longest reigning. So you know, several times. Yeah. Um, and Daniel Bryan and Rowan don't need the titles either. Yeah, true that. But to uplift heavy machinery yes. and make them valid. I think that's a good idea. Yes. And by the way, nowhere on this show did we mention him as new because that is now old. All right. <laughs> let's get to... Let's do the Raw Tag Team titles, okay? We okay. got the Revival defending against... Ooh! So! <laughs> knew that was coming. Uh, Usos have an opportunity of becoming seven-time tag team champions here. Yeah. There has been only one team that I recall that has made seven times with the same title. And that is the Dudley Boys. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. They're going to get in the same category. Yeah. So that's going to be a very uh, interesting night. The Usos are great tag team champions, though. Yeah. It's you know they're solid yeah. tag team. And I'm not even like I'm not even saying because Adi's here or anything. Like they just let's face facts, they're twins. The chemistry that they have, you know, right off the bat, 
and then the experience that they have and the training that they have and they're just solid um having them be tag team champions really is good for business i mean yeah, you know like take nothing away from the revival no revival, nothing away from the revival i like those guys i like what they're doing but i had an opportunity uh about i want to say three years ago uh i had an opportunity to go to um, all access at the performance center um that was a wonderful birthday present that i received from my wonderful mother Thanks, um, Mom. And uh, I, got, <laughs> I, I even got to walk home with the steel chair. Yeah, we were, we were looking yeah, at that. Um, and I got to sit down and actually have a conversation with, with Scott Dawson. And you know what? I want to tell you something, first of all, really down-to-earth guy, family-oriented. But you know what? All he wants to do is be the best in that ring. And quite honestly, it's a shame I feel on how they've been used mm-hmm. up until this point. Now they're getting some, they're getting some matches, they're getting some time on TV, mm-hmm. and it's great. I'm proud that they're the tag team champions right now. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't want to see them interrupted right now. But then again, who says we can't have a title trade feud? Because that right, yeah. it mean, makes it interesting. Yeah. I mean, you don't want one tag team to just be the champions. For no reason, just because yeah. you don't want to change it or whatever. It has to make sense. I mean, when New Day was the champions for so long, it made sense. They were so over. They were selling so much merchandise. You know, everybody and wanted to see them. I'm sure Demolition pissed off Vince McMahon somewhere in the middle of there that they had to ruin the, you know, that yeah. thing. That's going to be the match of the night. I, I the, Yeah, that tag team match. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a great but yeah, match. you made a good point that you know that Dawson said that he wants to be the best in the ring. If you're in this business, your goal should be to either be the best wrestler or the best entertainer, or to make it you know where you can live off of this business. Or the best in okay, yeah, best in the world, yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, you really should have that goal. I mean, there's. Y- you know, I mean, we really haven't touched on it recently, but um, there's a lot of weekend warriors in this business. And I, Adi, I know will agree with me. This mm-hmm. is not a hobby. No. This is a way of life. This is a decision that you make, yeah. and it's a commitment. It is. And it's not something to be taken lightly. I mean, we have a good time doing it, but this is a... This is your life. You, we, I asked this question to Brittany Diamond last week. I've asked you this question on the same show. And I'm going to ask Adi this very question because not only does Adi come from one place, he comes from many places here. He comes from where he trained with Afa in Allentown, Pennsylvania. He comes from Hawaii. He comes from Japan, Canada. Now he, he's making a home here in Florida. What is the difference in Florida that that you can that you if you want to instill some knowledge on a Florida? What is the one thing that they need to show in Florida if they want to be picked by Ring of Honor or or WWE or AEW? Now there's a lot going on here. Impact Wrestling is still going. Yeah. I'm playing on the teeth, but they're still going. Or even get into a promotion like Evolve, mm-hmm. who, by the way, just last mm-hmm. So that tells you that they're on WWE's radar. Mm-hmm. What does an independent wrestler in Florida need to do to get on track 
to be noticed by the feds. Shoot. See, uh, just trying to make it there too, but uh, um, you just gotta keep working. And mm -hmm. there's some people who's been in the business for 10 years, some people have been in the business for three years, and you know, it depends on who sees you and who, like, you could be working for three years, they see you, oh, you can have a tryout. But the guy working for 10 years who's, you know, just working other promotions mm -hmm. or probably a single promotion, not being seen at all, but he's gifted as hell, he's not gonna, you know, it's just this ladder step. And um, mm -hmm. uh, that's what it comes down to. You gotta be seen by the right people. Right. And I find it awesome. And I think that goes into, like, you've had the opportunity to work all these different places. Mark and I have had the opportunity to work in a bunch of different places up and down the East Coast and Canada and everything. Mm -hmm. um, we're always big proponents of that. Don't just wrestle where you live. Mm -hmm. Take the opportunity to go to other states. Take yeah. the opportunity to go to other countries. You know, you're only going to get better. You're going to gain knowledge from yep. people. You're going to gain experience. Yep. You're going to see what works in different areas. Um, like you said earlier, the fans in Japan yeah. are way super appreciative of everything that you do. Um, there are fans in certain areas that you have to work your ass off. Oh, yeah. To get them to even react. And wrestling's changed within the past two years, I want to say. Mm -hmm. Like, it's become more... Like, the indies is getting bigger than... Well, I want to say bigger than WWE, but No, getting, but people oh, are yeah. more open to just WWE. Like, to actually go to these independent shows that they're actually worth going to. It first came into the business, at least in the Northeast, you know, when... when I started training with Mark and, you know, when we were training with Samu and we were training with John Rambo is there were dedicated fans that would go to independent alternative. And then it kind of like he was so WWE and TNA for a long time yeah. and didn't realize like, yeah, but you can just and see guys that hopefully within five years are going to be on WWE. Yeah, and former WWE guys are like, you know, making their way in the indies and they're mm -hmm. probably making more money than they were in WWE. Right. So it's like it's an opportunity for everyone. Wrestlers, indie wrestlers, former WWE stars. But to get that recognition, you got to go out there. You just got to be your there. best. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I send emails all the time. You're not going to get an email back, but you guys just got to keep sending emails. It's yeah, it's like it's like applying for jobs. You have to put out 100 applications yeah. to get one reply. You know, and talk to people. Talk to the vets in this business. Yeah. Talk to people that know what they're doing. Talk to people who have been to WWE or have worked for AEW or worked for Impact or worked for Ring of Honor. Um, people who have worked in Japan, Puerto Rico, you know. Talk to people. Ask veterans, hey, do you have any pointers? Can you watch my match and tell me what you think? You know? I mean, we've learned so much from Afa over the years and people that he's brought in. We've learned so much from um, the Valiant Brothers, um, Samu. Um, God, we we spent a whole car ride with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Um, went out to um, Disco Inferno. I mean, Shout out to you, tough guy. Yeah, but just <laughs> talk to people, network. network I mean, yeah. um, social media is great, but... Sometimes going viral on social media is not a good thing. Um, you can go viral for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. um, it's still about that personal networking. Yeah. Because a lot of this business is word of mouth. And invest in yourself also. Um, yeah. You don't want to, you know, hi uh, hype yourself up so high and then you come out 
looking like shit. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta work and, on your body. Yeah. You your, not all the time, because look at Samoa Joe, but Samoa Joe's got a character. That's his, that's his gimmick. That's yeah. his character. But, but you... Invest in yourself. Invest yeah, in your, your image. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah, work out. Eat right. Make sure your cardio's on point. Yeah, especially cardio. Cause, make sure that your ring gear... Ring gear also. ...is what it should be. That doesn't mean, like, you have to look pristine, because there are guys, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm-hmm. you know, the jean shorts and the... Balls Mahoney. Tank, yeah, that worked, too, you know? Even John Cena, I mean, got away with the jean <laughs> shorts. shorts and, you know, and the sneakers. Yeah. But have your image in your head of how you want it to be and be the best of that image that you can. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually in the process of recreating myself, so... It's like all about trying to find, just find yourself, I guess. Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to find myself. Find that happy place that you want to yeah. be in. That right. Exactly. Yeah, you have to be, you have to know what you want to be out in front of that crowd. I mean, it's it's you amped up to 100, you know? Yeah. it's That's what it is. And that's why Stone Cold Steve Austin was so successful, because that was him mm-hmm. amped up. Yeah. The, Rock, the Rock, that was him amped up. I mean, yeah. even Mark, I mean, you know, there are people who have had problems with the, the way that he puts out his image, you know? There's some dark parts to him, and there's, you know, some badass parts to him, <laughs> but that's him. There's even guys like Matt Hardy who reinvents himself mm-hmm. all the time, and he gets over, even Jericho, he has like yeah. a bunch of... So, you know, you're constantly finding yourself and whatever works at that period of time because, you know, times change and all that. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. It's great advice for, for for those that are doing independent wrestling. Um, all right, got three more matches we're going to go through here that are on the Extreme Rules here. Um, we got Aleister Black got a knock at the door. It was answered by Cesaro. Uh, oh, they're going to go one-on-one at Extreme Rules. That's going to be a fantastic. Uh, I'm that. actually, that's, yeah. I don't know, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> that's another match of the night. Mm-hmm. Right uh, United States Championships on the line. Ricochet will be defending uh, against AJ hey, oh, Styles. That's another match. <laughs> <laughs> See, those are the three matches. Okay. Yeah, those are the matches we're interested in. I was not fast-forward to right? The other one would, so. Yeah. Win. And then there's a last-man-standing match. And it's going to be... Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman. Mm. Who do you pick? I, I it's gonna be Braun Strowman. Yeah, I, they're going on. They're going Braun. I yeah. want to go Braun. It's. I, uh, I, I guess I'll be interested to see what they do. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm. I mean, they've already destroyed a stage. Yeah, I just <laughs> an um an LED light board. Like I, I, I you know, I don't, I don't want to. I'm not, like, talking bad about either of them, but I've never been super invested in either of them, like, as characters or anything. Like, they're just not my thing. Just wait until Paul Heyman gets his hands on Braun Strowman. Mm. There's some changes coming. Yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting for them to change. Yeah, there's way way more going on on the card that I'm interested in than that last man standing match. But they could surprise me. I don't know. Let's see. Anything's possible. And, of course, not on here, but we can't rule out that the 24-7 championship will oh, I'm sure. make its round. I'm sure. Reigning champion still, Drake Maverick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got through his honeymoon. Uh, he got through his honeymoon. I can't say the same thing for Renee Michelle, that poor, poor beautiful girl, man. <sighs> There's this word. It's called the word of the day. It's called annulment. <laughs> you have time. 
You have time. <laughs> you have time. I swear. Wait, oh, is that? Oh, it's online. It's online 24-7. So. 24-7. But, though, that, that's been a little bit of a hot topic. Um, I was reading that doing the 24-7 championship has opened the doors for a little more creative thinking from the superstars themselves. Right, yeah. And I think that's what needed to happen, which means I think somewhere, somewhere out of this 24-hour championship – Somebody's going to step out, and it's going to be a name that's going to move forward. I, I'm hoping that right. that's going to happen. With some no, I, I ever since it came out, I love it because uh, I love our truth. He's ridiculous, unity yeah. because he doesn't get featured on TV all the time. Mm-mm. You know, because sometimes they just don't know what to do with him, yeah. and this was perfect for him. And it's a, you know, it's a great way to give Drake Maverick some time. It's a great way to give these other guys some time that they don't really know what to do with. It gives them a chance to be creative, show why they should be a breakout, you know, why they should be on TV. I think case in point would be uh, one man who's been running for that championship a lot was Cedric Alexander. And look what happened mm-hmm. this past week on Raw. He was under a mask, posing as the GOAT, Gary, whatever his name is, <laughs> uh, and ended up with a... Very good performance in there with Drew McIntyre and Shane McMahon. Uh, so kudos to Cedric Alexander. Yes, he did get pinned, but you know what? He put he was definitely put it yeah. on showing. So mm-hmm. that, that's definitely opened up a door for um, for Cedric Alexander. So, Adi, is there anybody that you're looking forward to getting into the ring and rock steady? I know oh, I mentioned yeah. Kennedy Kendrick. I know I mentioned ERA. Uh, the Bison, yeah, uh, the Cuban Assassin is going to be present there. Um, our, our personal favorite, Richard uh, Richard Hazard. Uh, I'm sorry, Dick Danger. Dick, don't call me Dick. <laughs> Rico Peligro. Yes, um, uh, and I've even heard that there's a possibility that we may end up seeing the Technical Alchemist, mm. David Mercury. Coming to Rocksteady Wrestling. Anything soon. can happen at Rocksteady Wrestling. Except for one thing, but we'll talk about that off air. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, listen, thing. never say never. No, Anything no, 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 no. can happen. Trust me, trust me. This is one thing that will never happen. I, I promise. I think you. We'll I know talk what you're talking about. about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Adi, I want to thank you very much thank for you. joining yes, us. Thank you. Anybody you want to face in Rocksteady Wrestling in particular? Uh, anybody. Oh, maybe maybe Mark because we had we had a pass with mm-hmm. my pops and stuff so it'll be good to get in the ring with Mark actually one on one yeah yeah I was I think that'll be a lot of fun because yeah it's always been in like a tag team situation or he was managing bad intentions yeah. and you know he, so he was a manager and you guys have that's never... where I got hurt was uh, it was against bad intentions yeah. yeah. With Mark Madrick, so maybe there's some bad blood there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You just got to see. Well, Mark Mark didn't really come out of that yeah, it wasn't very good either. So I mean yeah. that was Yeah, that was just a all around not not a bad night, it was a good night, but you know <laughs> a lot of a lot of injuries. A lot of people did not come out unscathed. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Alpha got hurt too that same night. Yes. He hurt his hip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. it was just everybody. Was I nights. think a lot of times I think what happens is we're, we want to go out there and we want to put on the best show possible. Yeah. And we're not necessarily reckless intentionally, but, you know, we saw it at Rocksteady too. Mm-hmm. Maximus beat somebody so much that he dislocated his own shoulder. I mean, it's like... Oh, that would be a 
match right there. I know Kelly has said something about it, one of our super fans. Mm-hmm. That was a match that he said he wanted to see was Maximus and Ati Valu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I remember Kelly saying something about that on mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the, in yeah he was a comment. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, it was... we, tagged, we were tagging with, uh, we were tagging, we're put together with Justin Michaels. So. So, That'll be interesting, yeah. Yeah, that might be, uh, of course, uh, Justin Michaels, you still haven't paid your fine, so I'm not reinstating oh, you after that. Oh, you don't even want to know. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Speaking of people who have not paid their fine, only one person has paid her fine. I fined three people based on the GM's findings, and only one person has paid her fine. And I said her, so therefore you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Ferrari. Well, Mark, Mark paid it for yeah, me. Mark but <laughs> but nevertheless, Ferrari will be allowed to be an active competition. Um, but right now, until I get money for fines... We'll see what happens. You have until the day of the show to pay your fine. Well, but I mean, Justin, Justin Michaels, Michaels is suspended, suspended so he it doesn't a matter. Going to the ring to pay yeah. with Maximus. So but that, 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 Kendrick yeah. still owes but you five hundred dollars. You must pay his fine. We'll see what happens. Okay. Yeah. Kendrick still um, I, well, you asked who he wanted to wrestle. Can I? I want to ask two part question. If you have a favorite match that you've already done, okay. and if you have a dream match, and it can be anything, a, alive Anybody. or dead. Yeah. So. Favorite match you've done, and then a dream match. Ooh, okay, I'll start with the dream match. Okay. Yes. Uh, I don't, can I say his name? Sure. All right, because I know WWE axed him out, but it's Chris Benoit. That would be awesome. Yeah, I wanted to, like, I always, when he was alive, I was like, I want to learn under his wing, man. Yeah. Because he's got, he's like Dean Malenko, man. Like, mm-hmm. He has so many moves. And, uh, yeah. Favorite match? Did not, I? not condoning what he did uh, that brought No, but that's life. that's a whole other story that uh, we'll get into was at some point. An amazing performer, yeah. former world heavyweight champion, multiple time intercontinental champion, and United States champion. Mm-hmm. The technical prowess of this man was uncanny. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he he patterned himself after the Dynamite Kid in many ways. Mm-hmm. Definitely a great choice for a match if you mm-hmm. want to get technical down. I mean. I, a young Kurt Angle would have been a, a same, you know, down to the ground. I, I don't argue that one. That that would have been a fine match. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your favorite match so far that you've had in your career? Yeah, but maybe the close one, because you know, as wrestlers, you always like, you kind of like your own credit. So always. I've had decent ones, but I don't know if I had a favorite one yet. Uh, I had one against Adam Thornstill. Was that was pretty good, back in Hawaii. Because we had uh. that was like one of my favorite ones. One of my favorite ones. That's cool, yeah. yeah. I'm always interested to see, like, you know, because there's different reasons why a match is your favorite. It's either, like, it's against your favorite person to wrestle, or it's against, or it's because, you know, the fans were super into it, or, you yeah. know. It, well, because Adam was, like, the company at the time was taking a big leap on me. They were like, oh, because usually the person that fights out-of-state talent will be the most experienced one. Mm-hmm. So when they threw that to me... I was like, what, for real? So I was like, oh, yeah. I was nervous as hell. But the way me and Adam talked. And he's a name. He's like a well-known name, too, at mm-hmm. the time. Or still is. But, um, uh, like, it was super easy. Peers at Hawaii. So, uh, yeah, that was one of my favorites. I don't know if it's on YouTube or anything. I've never seen it. I, I would have had a match that I would like to see him against. I know we ain't going to see it either. But uh, I thought, you know, I've seen him wrestle. And... As hard as he hits in that ring and the style that he has, he would have been amazing in there with with it, with uh, with Eddie with uh, Umaga. Yeah. 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 I yeah. was in Hawaii for a while too. Yeah, that uh, would have been cool. You know, um, 
God rest his soul. Uh, yeah. And, uh, Adi, uh, well, I do appreciate you being on the Thank show. You. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for having so me. much for that. Um, next week. Next week. We are going to have Joe Cool yes. on the show. We're going to be talking a lot about fighting for a cure. This will be his second time on the show. We had him uh, after after surgery, after surgery, my surgery, his surgery. Finally got it. It's been a lot of surgery. Surgery. You get a surgery and you get a surgery. After this surgery, we're going to get another surgery. We finally had him on the show um, and we talked a lot about uh, fighting for cure. The card has now started to form. Mm -hmm. We want to get that information out. We want to get all the information out regarding Mick Foley. Regarding Rocky Johnson being there, uh, we're gonna talk about the performers that are gonna be on there. Uh, mm-hmm. Mark Boswell, Chuckles the Clown, the Technical Alchemist, David Mercury, uh, Zach Monstar is gonna be there, just to name a few. Uh, Fighting Precure Six is coming from you, coming to you from the White Buffalo Saloon, Sarasota, Florida, at five three seven seven Macintosh Road. Uh, the tickets can be purchased at the door or online at eventbrite.com. $10 for general admission tickets. Uh, and if they're still available, which they better not be, considering mm-hmm. this is one of those cards, $20 ringside. Uh, additional $20 gets you a meet and greet with Mick Foley and Rocky Johnson. There will be plenty of things being auctioned off that night. All proceeds, 100%. Joe Cool has put all the expenses in. Whatever is made on the proceeds will go. To the American Cancer Society, and it's presented by Tacos to Go. I'm you know so what? excited! I'm going to eat so many tacos. <laughs> We're going to have tacos. <laughs> We're going to have tacos. Taco and Sunday. Now uh, mm. I, it might be a long drive home, but um, oh no, oh. I got a great digestive system. That you. Um. I'm Italian. <laughs> I can eat anything. Um, so yes, next week Joe Cool will be on the air, and then of course the week after that we will be in Sarasota mm-hmm. for that extraordinary event benefiting the American Cancer Society. Um, and that's touches home for a lot of us because we've all have family members that are either A, fighting cancer, B, beating cancer, or C, have lost their lives to cancer. Yes. Um, and real quick here, touching back on home, I know that Samu is getting mm-hmm. ready to yep. get that liver. Back in on the list. Yep. Uh, we Offer our prayers ever since that uh, liver. Uh, how is he holding up? Uh, he looks like he's doing good. I don't really talk to him too much. It, it, from from what Mark and I have seen, it looks like every time they call him and tell him to be ready, he's ready. Yeah. And every time, you know, he the first person in line gets it, and he goes home to his family, his grandbabies, his barbecue grill, and <laughs> you know, and he's living life. Yeah. I mean, and that's what it's you've got to have. Yeah, you've yes. got you've got to have that attitude about it. I mean, be re- be ready, but don't be disappointed. You know, mm-hmm. your time is gonna come. I mean, it's it's just we all die. No one has escaped from it yet. So. Yeah, so just live life. That's all you can do and mm-hmm. can control. So uh, you know, and as I said, people who have survived cancer right now, as I said, Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. got, uh, the battle of leukemia, got through that. Uh, so there's a lot going on. Um, in that family, and we truly appreciate them letting us know their stories and their fight, and they mm-hmm. continue to fight. And this show right here is going to do what it can to give that donation that will hopefully find a cure to all of these cancers. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely want to get down there. White Buffalo Saloon in Sarasota, Florida. Um, that is coming, as I said, July the 28th. 
Yes. I'm afraid that I ran my luck out here because now that Ati's looking at the flyer, he may very well show up to give me my birthday beating. So. I know. He, he looks like he's memorizing the address. <laughs> I just eat tacos. Yeah. Uh, ta- tacos. Oh, yeah. Hey, All right. Taco eating contest. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Uh, yeah, we can eat, man. Um, no. Yeah. So it's going to be a... Uh, Amazing night. So we want you to come down there. Uh, tickets are still available. Get them while you can because they won't be there long. And we're going to have a podcast there. Yes. Once again, thank you very much to Andy, uh, their platform, to get our podcast on so many different networks, including Spotify. Uh, and, of course, we are still on YouTube. Uh, mm-hmm. But we want you to go visit Spotify. So no more links to YouTube unless you can find us on YouTube. Okay? Yeah. We want you to get on Spotify. On, and you can write directly to Anchor as well. Go to mm-hmm. anchor.fm and look up Tales from the Highway, a uh, wrestling podcast. Of course, our uh, we have Mark Mandrake and uh, Don Vinny with the uh, Outbreak, Outbreak MMA, MMA podcast. podcast. That comes to you on Fridays. We had an amazing show this past week. Uh, so look, uh, keep on looking out for more information about uh, the podcast for MMA. And, of course, next week, Joe Cool will be on Tales from the Highway, a yes. wrestling podcast. So enjoy the rest of your Sunday. As we know, Extreme Rules is just around the corner. So go and enjoy that. Me, I'll go catch a nap before I have to go to work. It's an overnight shift for me tonight. Yeah. And... Everybody just enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll see you next weekend on Tales from the Highway. Let's go eat.